Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Feminization Boudoir Podcast. I am your host, Kylie Gable, and this week we have a story that's a little bit different. Um, it was a story that actually was written, one of the very few, mostly by Claudia, my, my partner. And usually the way it works is I bring a story to her and, and she gives me her feedback and her ideas. And in this particular case, um, it worked the opposite way, where she did most of the writing. And it, it's semi-autobiographical. Um, I think some of it was fictionalized, but, but quite a bit of it was about her. Well, Raina, Raina means queen, who's been an excellent addition to our podcast the last couple of, couple of seasons, she um, kind of made it about herself. So um, there's some really similarities between her um, background and Claudia's, and so there was a little bit of editing done. So if the story is a little bit different than the book, that's why. Uh, both Claudia and, and Raina are just amazing women and very dominant women. And um, I think you're going to like this. So this is Memoirs of a, Cam- of a Campus Dom. Uh, the book is called Claudia, Memoirs of a Campus Dom. And the audio is called Raina, Memoirs of a Campus Dom. By Raina Means Queen, here we go. Around 7.30... There was a knock on our dorm room door. I was totally unsurprised to see Justin. Hey, Raina, is Jessica around? Hi, Justin. It's not a very big room. If she was here, I think you'd have seen her. Don't you? I replied sarcastically, but then smiled at him, feeling a bit guilty at my harsh tone. She's out on a date. She's usually out on Thursdays. I know. I was just hoping, he said. Well, if you're bored, you can come on in. I'm just finishing my reading and about to watch some TV. I guess I could, he replied tentatively. It was just a friendly invitation. I knew that I shouldn't feel sorry for him. He was cute in a boy band kind of way. There was a lot of girls who would fancy a guy like him if he wasn't so stuck on Jessica. There wasn't much furniture in the room, so he plopped down on the bed next to me. There wasn't anything I wanted to watch, and despite having extended the invitation, I was quickly getting bored. I honestly hadn't started this with any wild plans, but for some reason, I began to wrestle around on the bed with Justin. Hey, what are you doing, he asked as I dove on top of him. Kicking your ass. (laughs) Like hell you are. When I'm done with you, you're going to be begging to do my laundry and fetch me a beer. Oh, gross, I laughed, even as I pinned Justin beneath me. I was clearly getting the better of this puny male specimen. Not so tough now, are you? I taunted. Okay, let's quit it. The commercial's over. I have no idea what possessed me to do it, but I grabbed the sash to my bathrobe which was sprawled half on my bed and half on the floor. I looped it around his left wrist and knotted it off. Hey, no fair. Aw, behave. It'll all be over before you know it. I twisted his other arm behind his back so I was able to bind his left wrist to his right one. When I finally rolled off of him, his hands were firmly restrained behind his back. (laughs) Okay, you got me. Now let me go. Nope, 
First, you're getting tickled, I said, driving my fingers into his ribs and tickling up and down his sides until he was cackling uncontrollably and struggling against the bathrobe sash. I had learned how to tie a boy up back in high school, and Justin was finding this out the hard way. Come on, Raina, I can't get loose. Will you please untie me? No. I think we found your true calling as my little slave boy. Now, what can I do for fun next? I went to my dresser drawer and grabbed a couple of belts, which I used to tie Justin's ankles to the two legs of my bed so that they were stretched about as far as apart as he could spread them. What, what are you doing? You know, you look so vulnerable in that position, I purred. I like it. Let me go, Raina. You've had your fun. <laughs> My fun is just starting, I replied, stooping down to remove his shoes and socks. I tickled his feet for good measure and watched as he flopped around on the bed like a fish out of water. With his hands restrained, he could only move his torso, and even that required him to push against the force of gravity. I went over to my desk, and I grabbed my nail kit, whistling a happy tune the entire time. Raina, no! Telling me no when you're in that position isn't a real good idea, I smirked. Now, I'm going to paint your toes, and I'm going to make them look very pretty. If you complain about it, I'm going to paint your fingers too. So be a good little girl for me. But what did I say? <laughs> I immediately went for the hot pink polish. I couldn't help myself, really. I even used my nail art supplies to put little white flowers on every toenail. For his part, Justin just sat there and cooperated. I think he was as fascinated by what I was doing as I was. I really took my time and enjoyed having Justin in my total power as I gave him girlish nails. I knew that would cause him endless embarrassment, but it fit him so well. Oh, hell, Raina, you made them look so feminine. Yeah, I did, I beamed. <laughs> so what size shoe do you wear? What? Why do you need to know that? I asked you a question, I said suddenly, sternly. I wear a size eight, he stammered. Perfect, I snickered. That's not too big. I have a pair that run a bit big that you should be able to squeeze your way into. Wait, I'm not going to put on your shoes. Did it sound like I was giving you a choice, I asked as I pulled a pair of strappy black sandals with a narrow three-inch heel out of my closet? He instinctively tried to pull his legs away from me but the belts I had tied him with made it impossible for him to resist. I soon had the shoes strapped on his feet. I feel like a bitch, he complained. Well, if the shoe fits, I joked. Very funny. Well, how would you like your ankles untied, I said. It's a start. Fine, I agreed, undoing the belts restraining him. As soon as his ankles were free, he turned his back to me to untie his wrist, but I had something else in mind. I smacked him playfully on his ass and watched him jump. 
I never said anything about untying your wrist. You can't keep me tied up like this, kidnapped in your dorm room. Do you want me to open the door and let you out in the hallway? (laughs) No, don't do that, he pleaded. Then, if you want to get untied, you had better show me just how sexy you can be strutting your stuff in those heels. Come on, you better work it, sachet, chante, girlfriend. I feel silly, he said. Your choice, but you haven't given me any reason to believe you can get out of that on your own. I coached him on how to sway his hips when he walked. It was a far more exaggerated feminine gait than any of the girls at the college ever had, and it was made even more complicated by his being tied up, but Justin didn't do a bad job swishing back and forth. He balanced on his heels and swayed his hips in a sexy manner. You're such a natural at this, I teased. Although, I felt a real admiration as only a girl who stumbled her way down the aisle at her 8th grade graduation on unfamiliar footwear could. Very funny, Raina. Am I done yet? As he walked past the bed, I pushed him and watched him fall on top of my comforter. He was about to complain when I knelt over him and began to lift my skirt. I was so turned on by making this boy succumb to my will that I was getting wet. Worship me, Justin, I demanded. I didn't have to ask twice. Justin was surprisingly talented and enthusiastic at the prospect of eating me out. I was in control, grabbing the back of his head and steering him, but he was in heaven, lapping up my juices. I bucked and shuddered to two orgasms before I heard Jessica's key in the door and climbed off of Justin. Wow! And I thought I had a good night, chirped Jessica as she entered our room. Don't you just love Justin's toes, I asked, changing the subject. Oh, they're very pretty, smirked Jessica. Of course, I could never wear anything that feminine. I think it had finally sunk in that Jessica could never see Justin as a guy that she could date. The polish and heels on his feet, the bound wrist, and my pussy juices on his face all felt so emasculating to him. It's not, Raina, you know, she did it, he stammered, trying to explain what happened in a less humiliating way. If you're trying to tell her that I did it, I think she assumed that already, I teased Justin. I finally relented and untied my prisoner. However... I wasn't done displaying my power. You can go now. Thank you, he replied, bending down to unstrap the shoes from his ankles. I didn't say you could take off the shoes. Wear them back to your room and change there. I can't do that, he said. Fine. I won't give you a choice then. Come back tomorrow to pick up your shoes and socks. Now go. Raina, I can't, he pleaded. But I would have none of it. I backed him right out of the room and shoved him into the hallway before slamming the door shut. He pounded on the door. If you're trying to make a lot of racket and get everybody's attention, you're doing a good job of it, taunted Jessica through the door. 
the pounding stopped and I could hear Justin's heels clicking down the hallway. (laughs) I see you took my advice, she smiled. What? I was just having fun with him. Well, it sure looks like you two had fun, she said. I know this makes me sound like a total freak, but I think making him wear the heels and the painted toenails turned me on. So next time, just make him wear a dress or a bra or something. I don't think there will be a next time. Why not? You both seem to be enjoying it. Don't you think it makes me some kind of pervert, I asked? Yes, I do. Welcome to the club. I like pleasing these dominant boys, and it's considered the most natural thing in the world. Why is wanting to rule over an obviously submissive boy any different? You think he's submissive? (laughs) It takes one to know one. He'll do anything you tell him to. Sure, he may pout, but I could see that he wanted to serve you, said Jessica. This is an awful lot to digest. I can send you some links if you want more information, but just have fun with it. If it stops being fun, you can end it, she said. Two days later, I was at Justin's door. I could already detect a huge change in his demeanor as I pushed past him and into the room. His roommate, Craig, was playing a video game when I entered. So, how's my little princess, I asked, causing Justin to stammer and blush. He motioned with his eyes to remind me that his roommate was there. Have you been wearing your new shoes? Knock it off, Raina, he warned me. (laughs) Oh, what's the matter? You can't tell me that Craig hasn't noticed your pretty new toenails yet, I smiled. You've noticed, haven't you, Craig? Yeah, I've seen them, he replied without missing a beat in his game. So I don't see what the problem is. Go get your shoes. No, Reyna, I don't want to play this game. Oh, you lie so badly. You do so want to play with me. It's probably been all you've thought about since you left my room. Well, I'm not going to do it. Aww. If you're going to be embarrassed, just think how much more embarrassed you'll be If I pin you down and make you do it, you couldn't. She could, dude. You know she could, interjected Craig. It's your choice, sissy. Fine, he said, walking to his closet and pulling out the sandals. As he took off his socks, I told him, take off your pants and briefs, too. What? You didn't say anything about that. I've altered the deal. Pray that I don't alter it again, I said menacingly as I handed him a pair of bikini panties and a bright pink that I was sure would match his toenails. I can't do this, Raina. Be reasonable. You can, and you will. Just do it, shouted out Craig. (laughs) But Justin just looked at the panties and grimaced. Last chance, I warned. I can't, he shook his head. Okay, I gave you the chance, I said. I grabbed Justin and pulled his pants and briefs down to his ankles in one swift motion. I pulled him over my lap and secured him by twisting his right arm behind his back and clamping my thighs tightly around his penis. 
I then gave him a bare-bottom spanking that turned his butt cheeks bright red. I could feel his cock hardening as he struggled in my grip. (laughs) All right, I'll put them on. Please, Raina. Not good enough. But it's a start, I said, dropping him onto the floor unceremoniously. I told you to just do what she said, taunted Craig as Justin took the panties from me and pulled them up his hips. I gave him a mean look, and he was soon sporting the shoes as well. You're doing better already, I smiled. You're too flat-chested, though. Let's fix that. It was jumping the timetable I had set, but I needed to show Justin who the boss was, and it wasn't him. I selected the matching pink bra from the bag, pulled it over his arms, and clasped it behind his back. I feel ridiculous, he said. Get used to it, I told him, stuffing his bra cups with two pairs of panties to give him a bit of a shape. (laughs) My roommates got tits, joked Craig. You're not helping, replied Justin. You want him to help? No, of course not, shot back Justin. Well, let's give him some privacy then. What? asked Justin, startled. You can't be serious. Are you so sure about that? I asked, reaching into my bag and showing him a pink plastic razor, sweet-smelling lotion, and feminine shaving cream. Now march. Please, Raina, this has gone too far. I opened the door and gave him my mean look again. He knew I could drag him through the halls, and that would be even more embarrassing than walking with me with his head held high. As soon as he stepped out in the hall, three guys saw him and were practically rolling on the floor with laughter. I know that Justin wanted the floor to open up and swallow him whole at that point, but he was going to have to get over his fear if he was going to be what I wanted him to be, what I needed him to be for me. Hey guys, I said, stepping behind Craig. I recognized them as Steve, Hal, and Jeff. They were all essentially harmless. Oh my God, said Steve, collecting himself. What's going on here? I'm taking Justin for a good shaving. Yeah, you wouldn't want all that ugly hair sticking out from under his bra, teased Jeff. See, he was worried you wouldn't understand, I replied. Justin couldn't even bring himself to answer. Next time you see him, he'll be smooth as a baby's bottom. He's going along with it, asked Steve skeptically. I didn't give him a choice, I replied, bringing another round of laughter from the three guys. As we walked past his friends, Justin finally opened his mouth. How could you do that to me, Raina? You're going to make me a joke around here. Oh, please. They're harmless. Besides, Judging by their reactions, I think at least two of them would pay you big money to take your place. As we walked down the hall, guys would hear the heels clacking on the floor and turn only to see that it was Justin wearing the sexy shoes. He got a lot of attention and a lot of laughs. In retrospect, I wouldn't subject a sissy to that kind of humiliation today. Still, I knew that he secretly enjoyed what I was doing to him and That seemed to make it okay. He never would have let me in his room unless he was hoping that I would convince him to embrace his submission to me. 
as I walked him into the floor's bathroom, a rather broad-chested guy named Pete was exiting. He was really buff with short black hair and piercing blue eyes, and he wore only a towel around his waist. He looked at Justin and me in confusion. There's a great story here. I just wish I knew what it was, said Pete. I hadn't met him before, even though he was a freshman like me. Turned out he had been tied up with football practice during most of the freshman orientation activities. I'm Raina, and we just need to shave Justin here, I said. We'll be out of the bathroom in like 20 minutes. Wow, that's just wild. Nothing like this ever goes on where I'm from. Where is that, Pete? I'm from Nebraska, about 30 miles outside of Omaha. Do you want me to do you next, Pete? What do you think, Justin? Would you like a little sissy sister? Raina, he stammered, but had no real reply before Pete cut him off. You call her Justin, even though she's wearing a bra and panties. You know, he's got a point, Justin, I smiled. What do you recommend, Pete? (laughs) How about Jasmine, he asked. I think she definitely looks like a Jasmine. Jasmine. Hmm. I like it, I replied. What do you say, Jasmine? Thanks, Pete. Don't mention it, Jasmine, he teased. Tell me that you're going to be a good girl, Jasmine, and use your name when you say it, I ordered. Jasmine will be a good girl, he moaned. Well, if she gives you any trouble, just let me know, and I bet I can make her real cooperative for you. Oh, that won't be necessary, Pete. You're very sweet, though. I couldn't tell if it was embarrassment or arousal that it made Jasmine almost incoherent. I reached into the bag and pulled out a lipstick. I began writing on Pete's chest with it. What the hell, he asked. You wanted my phone number, right? Well, I don't have a pen. Oh, he giggled. I just didn't want to use up all of Jasmine's lipstick. If you play your cards right, your chest might not be the only part of your body with Jasmine's lipstick on it. Jasmine shuddered at my comment. After I finished writing my number and put away the lipstick, Pete started laughing loudly as he walked down the hall, heading back to his room. He stopped after a few moments to shout to me, Hey, I'm gonna call you, you know. I know. I can't take much more of this, pleaded Jasmine. You'd be amazed what you can take. Let's get you nice and smooth. After Jasmine had been denuded, he seemed to become even more submissive around me. He didn't question me nearly as much when I led him back to the room. Craig had mercifully left giving me time to enjoy the blank canvas that was Jasmine. That's when I took the rest of the items out of the bag and spread them out on the bed. What am I supposed to do with all of that, he asked, as I spread the bras, panties, stockings, and cosmetics out on his bed. (laughs) Wear it, I joked. Can you be serious for a moment, please? Okay. I smiled reassuringly. I'm turning you into a girl. You should know that by now. Yeah, obviously. Well, you can't be a girl without the clothing, makeup, and accessories. I sure as heck am not made of money, 
And I don't want you having to spend all your money on your little feminine hobby. Thanks for that, at least. What I'm doing to you is forced feminization. My personality is stronger than yours, and I can bend you to my will, which includes making you pretty and obedient to me. So you're not giving me a choice? If it helps you to feel that way, no, I'm not. However, I haven't taken any incriminating photos of you or anything like that. (laughs) I also had the chance to have Pete make you do what I say, and I didn't. If you really wanted to, you could tell me to fuck off and end your emasculation. Why wouldn't I? You'd also end our relationship. And you like obeying me. You like what I'm doing to you. Even if you'd never have the guts or maybe even the desire to do it to yourself. So what's next? You really want to know? We're going to gather up all your male underwear and get rid of it. For now, you can wear your boy clothes to class. But you are going to be getting more and more girly. And your wardrobe will reflect it. As we get a bit of money saved up, we'll be getting you dresses, skirts, and other pretty things. But you say I can stop you? Yeah, but we both know you won't. How are your domestic skills? What does that mean? Can you clean? I did chores at home. Good, because you're going to be cleaning up my dorm room. I want you cleaning Jessica's side, too, and any friends who I think could use a maid will get your services. People will know. I don't know what I'm supposed to do about that, he said. There's nothing to do, Jasmine. I will not live in a closet, and you can't serve me properly if you're stuck in one. You'll be wearing a dress and heels around the dorm and eventually around campus. If that's not something you can handle then you better let me know now and we'll stop it and I'll exit your life forever. So if I tell you to stop, you will? You'll need to convince me, but if you hate this, then this won't be too hard. And if I don't tell you to stop, then you would better get used to being my bitch because that is what I will make you. You'll be more feminine than I am and more feminine than any girl on this campus when I'm done with you. So, choose carefully. Yes, queen. (laughs) I'll take that as your choice. Oops, cut that off just a second early. I hope you like that. That is, as it kind of shows you, you know, my, these stories that we do are are femdom and they're, 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 you know, a lot are forced feminization and this certainly is, but just because it's forced doesn't mean you wouldn't choose it. Um, I'll put it that way. So, um, we have a lot going on. Check out the stores, please, because even as this is going on, I have um, Shayla recording a whole bunch of stuff, including the other parts of the series that we just heard last week. And so, if you enjoyed that, there's a whole lot of other stuff um, going on in our store. And actually... We're talking about, um, we're working on getting on a much bigger podcast, I'll let you know the details when that happens, the Man Whore Podcast, which I'm only just finding out about, but um, it sounds really intriguing. So anyway, 
Um, we'll be back next Monday. I hope I hope you will be too. Thanks for tuning in. I, I can't tell you how much it means to me. Have a wonderful week. Bye-bye.